Hello, I'm Ella Edwards and welcome to The Yarn, a podcast for and about the wool industry. Today, we follow prominent Chinese label Comwa to the source of the fibre we all love and know. As the brand's founder and one of China's first supermodels, Lu Yan, visits Bloomfield Station at Yass in New South Wales. As a Woolmark licensee, Comwa uses some of the best Australian wool in its designs and sells to an affluent Chinese market. This has been Lu Yan's first trip to Australia to launch the brand's new collection exclusively to the Australian market at Parlour X in Sydney's Paddington. Conwa's designs are notable for their use of cool wool, which is a collection of fine, lightweight merino wool fabrics that suit warmer seasons and changing climates. As wool growers would know, wool's warmth, breathability and odour-resistant qualities make it a great fabric to wear throughout a long day in the elements. Comwa has capitalised on these qualities and with the help of ever-advancing technology, the woolen fabrics Comwa use have been developed for the modern consumer, one who travels often and works in transitioning environments. Lucrezia Su, the project manager for Greater China, joined Lu Yan to visit the source of Australian wool and recorded their conversation in the middle of a paddock overlooking a mob of merinos. So we're here at Bloomfield Station with uh, Lu Yan. She's the designer and founder of uh, her own brand, Comwa. And today we wanted to ask you, why do you choose to use wool in your design? I think all the designers will choose wool to use the wool to design the clothes because, you know, wool is very delicate, it's good for the environment and also the woods, you know, they have a special function and uh, breeding. And they, they have the tuxing, uh, I don't know how to say that. A lot of uh, special characteristics. Yes. Yeah. Today you visited uh, an Australian wool growing property. Uh, what has been your experience like? Uh, I have to say it's amazing. So big. We didn't expect that big. And the landscape, the view is fantastic. And when they said, oh, uh, the, the other place is just down to the road, we saw it's like take a few minutes. Basically, it's almost half hour to drive there. It's, huge driving and driving yes, and it's still exactly. the beautiful landscape yeah and also today you saw a little bit of uh the whole process of the shearing and, and uh in the, in the shearing shed and was that the first time that, that you saw how how yes that's it's the first time first time to 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 take a picture with so many sheep and uh, also to see how they sh- shave the sheep and uh, I think it's very nice to know how difficult to get all this wool and it's long process. So a lot of respect for the wool yes. growers and everybody yes. working in the industry. Mm-hmm. And um, will this experience of coming here to Australia and, and see how wool all happens, uh, will that change the way that you perceive wool or perhaps the way you use wool or will it stay the same? I, I think it's more impressive but it won't change the way I use wool. I probably maybe use more wool to design my garments, but I think I for deeply, I think I will more respect how the wool to be done. 
perhaps next time you'll design your next wool garment, you'll think about the Australian landscapes. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time today, and uh, we hope to have you back in Australia next time. Thank you. Bloomfield's property manager, Matt Crozer, showed Lu Yan a day in the life of a sheep farm and the process of growing and harvesting wool. Matt explained the heritage of the property to Lu Yan, along with the knowledge of the seasonal cycle of growing wool. Here is just a snippet of Matt talking with Lucrezia. So we're still at Bloomfield uh, Station with Matt Crozer. He's the property manager. And uh, today we're going to ask you to tell us a little bit about the history of your property and uh, the family business of growing wool. Yeah, thanks Lulu. The property, uh, the business, Cavern Station, has been operating as a wool growing property uh, and uh, I've been involved in running it for about the last seven years. What do you love about wool growing? We love the fibre. Uh, we love the fact that we can produce this wonderful, you know, world leading fibre in a sustainable way, we can look after our landscapes uh, and produce this beautiful luxury fashion item, you know, that goes into the fashion industry. It's an exciting industry to be involved in. We've also got a, a stud sheep operation, so it's fantastic. The people that we get to uh, work with, uh, the clients um, that we're uh, producing rams for are a very important part of what makes it all fun. And what has it been like to host uh, Komwa? Obviously, uh, she's a designer and she comes from China and she came, uh, she came here for, um, to, see, to see where wool all happens. Yeah, look, it's been great. It's been a really interesting day. Lian is obviously uh, a very famous person in China and with her modelling career and now with her fashion brands. Um, it's been fantastic to host her here on farm. Um, and show her a bit about what we do and it's great that she is such an influencer is is promoting wool uh, in to be used in garments uh, all around the world and obviously um Duyen uses wool quite a lot and she just uh released her launched her uh, cool wool range so what do you think about her using australian wool for her own chinese brand yeah it's fantastic it's fantastic. Um, I, know, I know that. Uh, I mean, she thinks it's a wonderful fibre uh, to use in her in, in her range, uh, and I know that she in the past has you know done work with the Walmart company. Uh, she's been a judge at one of the Walmart prizes. Um, so yeah, look, we, we we're really excited that she's using chosen to use a considerable amount of wool, amount of wool in her range, and it was really interesting to get to talk to her about that today. That's great. Thank you so much. No worries. AWI's General Manager for the Eastern Hemisphere, John Roberts, shared his insight into the Chinese market and the growing purchasing power of the Chinese consumer. Here he is talking to Lucrezia. We have some questions about the trends that you're seeing in the Eastern Hemisphere. Yeah, sure. Look, it's, it's very interesting what, what, what's happening um, in the Eastern Hemisphere, particularly specifically Asia. What we're noticing now is previously in countries like China, we used to see a, a strong faith in, um, in uh, or desire to buy Western brands, um, the Burberries and whatnot. 
these days we're finding um, there's people are actually striving for more individuality and they're gravitating to more um, to more independent or more boutique style designers and that's so we are there's a slow gravitation away from some of those 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 mass brands if you like and China is a major manufacturer or wool but they're also major consumers these days could you tell us a little bit about this you know whilst China's takes you know call it 80 percent of the Australian wool clip it was always probably less than 50% of that actually stayed in China. They didn't really have the purchasing power at a consumer level. See, that's changed completely now um, as their, their economy continues to, to grow. And we're now, we're now finding that um, at, at 50, more than 50% is staying, and that number's growing, um, and so, which is great for wool. And, and as China becomes more and more discerning, they, 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 um, their desire to have high-end products like wool products is, is, is growing all the time, which is great for us. And AWI hosts a range of delegations for interna- from international brands and retailers to visit the source of Australian wool. Why do we think that this is important and what do you think this can achieve? A lot of people have just always just seen wool's always been there, but they, don't, they haven't always actually understood what it is. You know, they, they know it's natural, but to actually see it, to come to Australia and see it come off a sheep's back, to smell a shearing shed, to see to see the, the properties uh, and, and the work and the devotion that's put into it, I think that that, that, that level of provenance, that story, really um, creates a romance uh, with, with the industry and, and, and really enhances our ability to, to, to market the product. So it's, it's and, and, and provenance is becoming such a big a big uh, priority for so many consumers these days. It's, it's, it's really is our time to tell that story. And so that's really why. And I think most of the delegations that come here, they really come away with a whole new appreciation of, of, of what's actually on that coat hanger um, in, in, in a retail shop. That's great. Thank you so much. We hope to talk to you again next time. Thank you very much, Lulu. And that's it for another episode of The Yarn. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to keep up to date. In the next episode, we'll delve into the emerging market of woolen sportswear, an exciting field where the potential is just the tip of the iceberg. And if there's something you want to hear about on The Yarn, please send in your comments to theyarnatwool.com. We'd love to hear your feedback. Thanks for listening. I'm Ella Edwards, and I look forward to our next yarn.